an initiative by the Center for Innovation, Incubation, and Entrepreneurship at IIMA has sold over 5 lakh copies and has been translated into 11 languages. Her other popular titles include Connect the Dots, I Have a Dream, Take Me Home, God's Own Kitchen, and Touch the Sky, Rashmi's 10th book, Shine Bright, Inspiring Stories of CEOs who are intrapreneurs launched on 20th May 2019 this year. Rashmi co-founded Jam, Just Another Magazine, which went on to become India's most popular youth magazine. Her popular blog, Youth Curry, features her writing on youth, careers, and entrepreneurship. Rashmi has been a columnist on Rediff.com, as well as a regular contributor to Business World and Business Today magazines. She has also been consulting editor with Business News with Business News Channel Bloomberg UTV, where she hosted India's first call-in show on careers. Rashmi mentors numerous students and young entrepreneurs and has spoken at various corporates and institutes of national and international repute, namely IIM Ahmedabad, ISB Hyderabad, and Kellogg School of Management. She graduated in economics from Sophia College, Mumbai, and did her MBA from IIM Ahmedabad. We all know about her writings and we have read her books too, so we are here to hear her personally and interact with her. Uh, in fact, before we start, I just want to ask the audience, ki, how many of you have read any book in the last one month or you're reading right now? Okay, quite a few hands are going up. But these days now when I'm traveling in a flight, only thing I see is people have some downloaded videos or movies on their phone. And uh, when the first thing they wake up in the morning, they see WhatsApp. The last thing when they sleep, they see WhatsApp. So many people think reading WhatsApp is the same as reading. <laughs> so uh, I'm not here to promote my books, but just to say that you know the habit of reading is something which is uh, very valuable. And uh, it's, it's really made a lot of impact in my life. So events like a literature festival, I think it's a chance for us to meet the authors. And, uh, but that is only having a value if you have read some of the books that they've written or maybe read some book at all. Uh, if nothing else, I think entrance you know, the first question asked in the CAT interviews always is, uh, you know, which books do you read? And most of them have no answer for that. Wo bhi prepare karke hai, books padhi nahi hai. So this is my 10th book, Shine Bright. It's my 10th book in 10 years. Um, uh, well, as an author, for me, every book is special and unique. Uh, this particular book is a little different. Uh, it is not about people who have started their own business. How many in the audience are entrepreneurs in apna khud ka business hai? Nagpur mein to kafi honge, I think. Aur job kitne kar rahe? Okay, both equal numbers, but job I think is a little more. So I think uh, all these years I've been writing books about entrepreneurs, you know, the whole series started by writing about uh, people who are from a middle class background, you know, my first book was about those who had a degree and they could get a lucrative job and be comfortable in life, but they left that to do something risky and start on their own. And when this book came out in 2008, I think it was the first time that people read about somebody like you and me starting a business because 
पहले क्या था वी इज टू थिंक की बिजनेस करना है तो यू नीड टू बी अ बिरला टाटा अंबानी दैट काइंड ऑफ माइंड सेट वॉज देयर अमंग दोज वर यू नो इन द जॉब्स दे डेंट थिंक दैट बिजनेस इज पॉसिबल फॉर अस और वी वुड रीड अबाउट विल गेट्स एंड स्टीव जॉब्स एंड से कि हाँ वो तो सब अमेरिका में होता है सो प्रॉब्ली फॉर द फर्स्ट टाइम यू नो इन वन बुक दे वर ट्वेंटी फाइव स्टोरीज अबाउट पीपल हु आर यू नो इन अ वे ऑर्डिनरी किसी के फादर बैंक मैनेजर है किसी की मदर स्कूल टीचर है सो आई रिमेंबर द फर्स्ट ई मेल आई गॉट फ्रॉम दैट बुक आफ्टर समन रेड इट इन बैंगलोर ऑन यंग फेलो रोड टू मी सेंग आई स्टार्टेड रीडिंग अ बुक एट नाइन ओ क्लॉक इन द नाइट आई फिनिश एट फोर इन द मॉर्निंग एंड देन एट ओ क्लॉक आई वेंट टू द ऑफिस एंड आई गिव माई रेजिग्नेशन सो टाइटल ऑफ दैट ई मेल वॉज आई रेड योर बुक एंड आई क्विट माई जॉब सो दैट डे आई रियलाइज दैट स्टोरीज आर वेरी पावरफुल यू नो I don't take credit for making him entrepreneur. वो उसके अंदर वो desire थी He had that burning desire, maybe or hidden desire, but probably thought that no, it's not possible. And there was a fear कि okay, how can I do it? What if I fail? But then when he read this book in which there were twenty-five different people, not just one great person like the Rubai Ambani or somebody, but twenty-five people who were quite similar to to him or to you and me. then he got the courage and he went ahead so before i talk about my latest book i'll just uh, talk a little bit about my journey as an author kai logon ke dimag mein ye question zarur aata hai ki why did i go to iim and then become an author does one need to go to iim to become an author and basically why mba and then writing so i'll just clarify that first of all um, okay okay well, i think uh, okay well i'll just start that as soon as i i think i need um, to be felicitated once more so <laughs> so today i was introduced as a best selling author but my journey uh, didn't uh, just begin last week last month or even 10 years ago with my first book uh, as mr narayan murthy says the journey of overnight success takes 20 to 25 years so that is my story and This is the first article of mine which was published in the Times of India long time ago you can see the quality of the newspaper kitna purana ho gaya hai I was a student of Sophia College at this time I was uh, in the second year of BA course and it was just a dream that I want to see my name published in Times of India so I wrote one article and I sent it by post to the editor and after one week I got my own self addressed self stamped envelope with a rejection slip saying the editor cannot publish your article due to lack of space now this happened not once not twice it happened three times four times now by this time i should have felt rejected and thought ki okay i am no good so better give up writing but instead of that i got more josh i said ne ab to karna hi karna hai so i would go on writing different topics and sending my article and after 40 weeks on the 41st week this article was published so this is really the start of my writing career and i wrote many more articles in different newspapers as a student i earned some pocket money so i always tell students that you must earn some pocket money it gives you a lot of satisfaction and uh, you know it's a thrill uh, even if your dad gives you 5000 your mom gives you nowadays like an atm machine you can just take the money out but if you go to goa using your own money which you want yourself you will you'll have a much uh, you know different experience so try to do some small activities some hobbies some little small business where you can earn your own pocket money now i had got a job with times of india they said why don't you come you have written so many articles we'll just give you a job you start working as a journalist 
But uh, since my father was a scientist, he had wanted me to go to IIT. Like most of my friends actually went to IIT or did medicine. And I had actually left science after class 12 because I didn't enjoy science. So I did arts. Immediately people said, oh, you used to be quite brilliant. What happened? Kuch karbad ho gai. So I told him, okay, not IIT, I'll try for IIM. So by the time I was doing all this, I had already filled the form for IIM. And then I thought, chalo, exam de dete. And to my surprise, I got a call from all four. I went and gave the interviews and I got admission. So I thought, let me go and see what is this IIM and MBA all about. And sorry, um, how do I advance it? So I next So I joined IIM Ahmedabad. I know it sounds funny. I mean, I did not go with that very clear idea ki mujhe kis ka job chahiye. Today people are very focused. Like I will go and do this and I'll get a job in an investment bank in New York. But I didn't have any such thought. I wanted to live in a hostel away from my parents for two years, which again, all students must do. So I went there and I think it's a fantastic institution. I learned a lot, but not that much in the classroom. I didn't enjoy the subjects of management. A lot of numbers and numerical uh, quantitative kind of subjects. Uh, what I did learn more than that was, I think, um, what they teach you is really a problem-solving mindset because we are taught everything with a case methodology. So we never had exams where we had to like mug up anything and go and give answers. In the classroom itself, there was, a, you know, discussion of a case like a real-life business situation which uh, can have many different solutions, and the students are expected to participate and even maybe argue with the teacher. They are not like junior or inferior to the teacher. So it was the first time that we had a uh, you know, place where you could really be uh, treated as an equal, you could uh, ask questions, you could uh, really expand your mind. I'm, I did sleep through a lot of the classes, so I can't say I took as much advantage as I should have. But despite that, uh, we had some very unique courses, one of which was a course on leadership, which is taught through great works of literature. So we had uh, books like Art of War by Sun Tzu, we had a book called Yuganta by Iravati Karve. And these were the books which were used to teach us concepts of leadership, which I think is a very unique uh, methodology. We also had a course called ERI, where we basically go to a secluded area like a beach or some hill station. We spend five days there, and we explore ourselves. And we ask ourselves important questions, which normally we don't have time to ask. And at the end of this self-reflection, I realized that I can no longer do both things. Like, I can't do what I want and please my parents also. Like, when I wanted to uh, study literature, I took economics. When I wanted to do journalism, I did MBA. So now the time has come to take a firm stand and just go for what I really want to do in life. So I came back from this course, and then I dropped out of the placement. Because people were advising me, that job lelo. Writing is a hobby, it's side Then I realized that if I take a job with Hindustan Lever or Citibank, I'll go to office every day, they'll suck all the creativity out of my brain, and that's the end of my writing career. So I did not do this placement activity at all. And it gave me a lot of relief. I said, okay, I'm out of it. But then what to do? So I went back and worked with Times of India for two years. And uh, is it working now? Okay. 
and at the end of two years, uh, I got an opportunity to do many, many things there. Uh, I didn't work with Times of India, but I worked with a smaller newspaper that they had called The Independent, which no longer exists. Now I realize it was a startup. At that time, we didn't know this word startup. It was an experimental newspaper. It didn't get many ads, so it didn't make much money, so the management was not very much focused on it. So I used to go to my boss and say, can I try this, can I try that, can I do more things? I mean, I had a job description somewhat, but I, it, it didn't take much time to do that work, so I always wanted to do more. So I remember once I went and told them that, see, um, there are all these matrimonial columns, but what if we start a dating column? So I think a long time before Tinder and all these other dating apps, I had started this column in, time, in independent newspaper called a Saturday Date, where people advertise like that they want to go on a date. And at this time also what used to happen was that mostly only boys would advertise. So I would ask my own friends, can you please put an ad and go, uh, you know, meet a few people. And we used to get around 100 letters for every girl who advertised. When we would, uh, I would actually maybe shortlist five or six of the ones which are most uh, sort of interesting and pass it on to her. So I think without knowing it, I was in a way a little bit of an entrepreneur. I could have just sat there and taken the same salary without doing this extra work. So sometimes to do extra work, I would go on Sunday also because I felt a lot of sense of ownership of what I was doing. I was actually in charge of a youth page. I was given charge of a youth page and it became very popular. And on this page, I had this idea that it should be a platform for young people and they should be able to write and publish their first article. The way I struggled, nobody else should struggle. So this page was called Indie. And after one year, I thought, why one page? We should have an entire magazine. So I started this magazine called Jam, Just Another Magazine. It was launched on 15th August, 1995. And again, I didn't know as becoming an entrepreneur that this was a startup. But I just thought that I'm still young, and therefore, this is the time to do it. Um, today, people talk about funding and many other things. I we put in our own money. We had some 50,000 rupees saved. We bought one 386 computer, put it in the servant room of our house and started this. And again, we didn't have money to advertise it or do anything. So we had to be innovative. We had to be creative because that was the only way. So I remember there was a youth festival called Malhar, which is quite popular in Bombay. But normally you have to pay about 5 lakh rupees to be a sponsor there. So instead of that, we got our students who were our writers and you know they were reporters in different colleges. So we got them to wear our t-shirt which said jam in the front and it was sponsored by Quality Walls Ice Cream. So that way everybody who attended the festival came to know that this is happening. And much later I came to know this is called as guerrilla marketing. So for all the startups today, if you see the ones who are really creative and innovative, they don't spend money to build their brand. So many people are now doing it online using social media. Suppose you have this company called Chumbak. I mean, I don't think they would have paid and put ads on TV or radio or something. It was just the way they built it up on Facebook or like there's a brand called Bevakuf. That's what they do. So that's what we did before there was social media and that's what all entrepreneurs do. They work with less resources and they create something which is more interesting or impactful or which is new or which catches the attention of people. So now you'll ask me what happened to this magazine. Now, 15 years magazine chalai. Fir around the year 2010, we had to actually shut it down because there was no profitability in running a magazine. 
nobody reads magazines anymore so it is actually i would say in a way my business failed after so many years and many of us are afraid of this word called failure uh, naturally failure is not pleasant but then you realize that it's only that particular product or that company which might have failed and not you personally who have failed and you have to learn the lessons from that and you have to move on you have to like uh, i would say that whatever i'm doing today like as a writer is because for so many years i was part of this magazine i was always interacting with young people and it kept me young in my thinking so i had to reinvent myself and uh, start a new career as an author in the year 2008 this book stay hungry stay foolish came out it was successful way beyond my wildest dreams i mean initially we were only supposed to publish 1000 copies of this book and distribute it at a conference at i am ahmedabad and then we brought out 5000 copies we thought shayad 5000 big jaye within one year it had sold more than 1 lakh copies so then i had this dilemma ki what do i do see the thing is if you are successful also it's a problem because now what do you do next how can i replicate this success i don't know why uh, you know this was successful in the first place so i decided that i will not focus on the book success at all i will just see how can i use my next book to help more people and i was getting lot of emails from students saying that ma'am tell us how to get into i am so we can make a success of ourselves and i said that is not the message of my book so i wrote a second book which was about the uh you know uh, people who don't have a degree in business or some may not even have completed school but they have also set up a successful business that was called connect the dots and connect the dots and stay hungry stay foolish both these lines are taken from a speech given by steve jobs okay which um, he gave at the stanford university and what does connect the dots mean it means basically means that you can only make sense of things when you connect the dots backwards like if why why you reach this when i was studying in iim i used to wonder ki mujhe admission kyun mila yahan because sometimes i used to find the exams and the subjects really hard in the second term of the first year i got uh, uh, 3d grades if you get 4d grades you have to you have to repeat the year so i had been a topper throughout my school life i thought my god yahan pe aake fail ho jaye to ye to bahut hi matlab puri baat hai and i used to think ki i shouldn't have come here at all but much later when i wrote my first book and a second book then i realized that through these books all the things have come together all dots have got connected i have you know worked as an entrepreneur i have learned the concepts of business and i am a writer and therefore i am able to write the books in this manner when i go to meet somebody and interview them they know that they don't have to just do pr and tell me all good things you know they know that i have also felt the pain of being an entrepreneur maybe my company was small but the pain is the same so when i went to meet people they were very honest and they shared their stories in more detail and with uh, you know with that feeling that this is a project to help others so that is why i think the my books connected with people much more i did not go as a journalist or a investigative reporter ki let me see what's wrong with your company kya kya galat hua hai i went more to look for for what can i learn from you and how it can inspire other people so this turned into a whole series of books uh, the book i have a dream is on social entrepreneurs and that was also a new idea at that time which was how can you solve social problems by applying the entrepreneurship principles 
So you might have heard of an organization called as Akshay Patra. Uh, it's also started in Nagpur recently. So this is um, an, uh, an organization which uh, supplies the midday meal. And uh, I think the unique thing about is the scale of this activity. So a lot of people do a small charity in a you know, small way. Maybe you can feed 5,000, 10,000, 20,000 people. Many of our temples do it. Many of our uh, you know, charitable institutes do it. But if you have to do it for 1.8 million children every day for 225 days of the year, then you have to do it in a systematic manner. It's not only through goodness of your heart, but it's through bringing in technology, management techniques, uh, governance, uh, fundraising, all the things which an entrepreneur would do, but for a social cause. And this particular organization is a collaboration between ISKCON of Bangalore and these civil society leaders such as Mohandas Pai, Desh Deshpande, Sudha Murthy. So, two very different people but with a common objective, bringing in the best of both worlds. So, these are the kind of stories which I think some of you may have read the books, some may have not, but each book has inspiring stories of real people. And I thought in a country of 1.3 billion every year, I can find 10, 15, 20 people to write about who are not otherwise heard of, you know, uh, because normally we give that space more to the Bollywood stars or to cricketers, but these are people who have an inspiring story to share. And primarily I write for the young people, because I think if you are young and you read these stories, the direction of your life can change. Uh, rather than wake, I mean, you can also wake up later on, but sometimes uh, you might feel you have wasted many years. So for me, every book has to be something where I learn from it. It's not that first book success was, so a formula part two, part three. So I could have written one book about IIT, one book about something else. Those things I know will sell, but I chose to write a book about entrepreneurs from Dharavi slum. Has anyone been to Dharavi? You have been? Kesa lag aapko haan? infrastructure, hygiene, quality of life is very poor. But then there is a spirit in that place. It means that 90% of people do their own work. Normally in any slum, most of the people are working as somebody's driver or maid or peon or something like that. But their people are having this, you know, spirit of doing their own business. It may be small. But World Bank, Bank has estimated that in Dharavi, which is just 2.1 square kilometer radius, more than $650 million worth of goods and services are produced every year. And just because there is an IT park written there, it doesn't think that there is a good economic activity there. Mostly we might feel that this is a place But in that space, uh, most of the houses, they have got one ground floor where the family is staying, first floor pe kuch karkhana chal raha hai. Uh, sometimes they have even third, second and third mala. And it's like an incubator. Jo, matlab, you know, from UP, from Bihar, young boys are coming, they are looking for a job, 
सो समी टर्न दम कम टू धारावी मेरे वर्कशॉप में जगह है एंड दे लर्न इट एंड देन दे समाइम्स आफ्टर समाइम दे विल गो एंड स्टार्ट देर ओन थिंग सो इट्स इट्स अ फैसिनेटिंग प्लेस एंड स्पेशली इफ यू थिंक अबाउट इट दैट इन एनी अदर स्लम इन द वर्ल्ड इफ यू गो टू ब्राज़ील यू गो टू रियो डी जनीरो यू गो टू साउथ अफ्रीका आप ऐसे स्लम के अंदर ऐसे यू कैन नॉट जस्ट वॉक एंड स्ट्रोल इन साइड योर लाइफ में बी आर इन डेंजर डेफिनेटली योर वॉलेट इज इन डेंजर इन धारा वी आर वेरी सेफ सब लोग अपने काम में बिजी हैं कोई आपको देख नहीं रहा है सो इट इज़ वेरी फैसिनेटिंग यू कैन टेक अ स्लम टूर इज कॉल्ड धारावी स्लम टूर वो कॉन्सेप्ट अच्छा नहीं लगता है बट एक्चुअली यू विल अंडरस्टैंड दैट इट्स नॉट अ स्लम इट इज़ अ स्लम इन टर्म्स ऑफ इट्स क्वालिटी ऑफ लाइफ एंड इंफ्रास्ट्रक्चर बट इन देयर थिंकिंग दे आर नॉट लाइक स्लम पीपल बिकॉज दे हैव अ होप ऑफ प्रोग्रेसिंग एंड दे हैव डिग्निटी ऑफ डूइंग देयर ओन वर्क नाउ इट इज़ अ डिफरेंट थिंग दैट ऑफकोर्स एज अ सोसाइटी एज अ सिटी वी शुड डू समथिंग टू रिहेबिलिटेट एंड इम्प्रूव दैट एरिया एंड फॉर लास्ट आई थिंक थर्टी फोर्टी ईयर्स हम रीडेवलपमेंट प्लान इज बींग प्रपोज वो आज तक प्रपोजल से आगे बढ़ा नहीं है राजीव गांधी ने जाके बोला था 1985 में एंड लास्ट आई वेंट देर इन 2012-13 थाउजेंड रिसेंटली ऑल्सो आर गॉन देर देर इज नो रीडेवलपमेंट हैपनिंग बट डिस्पाइट दैट आई वुड से दैट इट्स अ वेरी इंस्पायरिंग प्लेस एंड फॉर मी आई पर्सनली लर्न अ लॉट ऑफ थिंग्स इनफैक्ट समटाइम्स आई फील कि वो स्लम में जो रह रहे हैं उस जगह पे दे आर मच हैप्पियर देन दोज a first who are sitting in this room who have all the amenities in our home because there is a feeling of a community there which when we shut the door and we sit in our apartment complex to kai jagah logon ko pata bhi nahi ki samne kaun reh raha so like that it's a series of books um i wish everyone would just read the books or mujhe aake ye sab bhashan baji na karni padti because i feel writer should only be writing but aajkal ka trend hai ki writer ko speaking zyada karni padti hai so i'll tell you about the uh, next book so i wrote a book on women entrepreneurs that's called follow every rainbow i wrote this book about 6 years ago again for me as a writer i want to uh, focus on things which are not which are almost like coming up so today i'm hearing a lot about women entrepreneurs but about 6 years ago 7 years ago when i was researching it it was actually very hard to find women entrepreneurs kyunki maine ek criteria ye rakha tha ki i want women who Um, who should not be like family business में उन्होंने मतलब like father ने शुरू किया husband ने शुरू किया और वो भी director बन गए A lot of times that is a kind of uh, you know women in business whom you see in the magazines and so on. I wanted to feature those who have started the business from scratch and I also wanted a woman who has had a family and a business. I mean it would be very easy if you don't have children. I think you can do anything. There is no difference between a man and a woman so um for this reason i did not include um, kiran mazumdar shaw though i admire her greatly but i think most of the women i see would not make that choice they would want to have the family they would want to have children and also have a career or have a business and i also wanted those who have achieved some scale ab agar chhota sa ek boutique chala rahe ho to usme fir wo story nahi banti hai so i did find Uh, women and I think now I'm meeting many many people who have started their business. Just yesterday, in Mumbai, I was part of a ex, um, I was judging an accelerator program called Empower by Zone Startups, where I met some very interesting women entrepreneurs. So, this book, me, I have discovered many things. 
uh, which is that I think fundamentally women have a slightly different concept of business. First of all, speed of growing the business. Many of them grew it over a much longer period of time. Okay, so just the rest of the bee jagger bomb, you know, you, you know, you put a seed, it will take 15 years to give the fruit. By giving more water and fertilizer, you can't get the mango faster. But nowadays, there is this concept ki like we'll give them 10 million, 20 million, 30 million dollars, or immediately a business, you know, it will grow to a certain scale. But is it sustainable? Many a time we are doing these businesses where we are offering discount, we are giving incentives, so customer is coming. The moment those discounts are taken away, you, you don't have a loyalty to that uh, company. You will go somewhere else. So I don't think any of the women I have featured or even the ones I meet are really building that kind of business. They want to build a more sustainable business and not compromise on those aspects. So sometimes I think there's a joke, you know, that if Lehman Brothers had been Lehman Sisters, then it global recession So, yeah. Then I wrote a book on uh, entrepreneurs in smaller towns of India called Take Me Home. And uh, this came about because now many many colleges to give lectures in different parts of India. And then I thought, if I'm going there, let me try and meet somebody who is, you know, uh, doing something interesting and I found that in smaller cities so many interesting things are happening. In fact, I think it is a much better idea to live in Nagpur or live in Belgaum or live in Rajkot instead of every day spending one and a half hours commuting to office and back in Bombay or Delhi. But the only thing is that people, when I would go to these colleges, they would all feel that we should go to the So to address that uh, concept that, you know, you have to be in a big city. I actually wrote about these businesses from smaller cities which are making a big impact. So like from Nagpur, I've written about Spacewood, which I think uh, you would all... How many of you know about Spacewood? Okay, everybody knows. Uh, I only discovered because I ordered the kitchen cabinets from Spacewood in Bombay. And then I saw, oh, yeah, Nagpur ki company. So then I, I reached out to them and said, I would like to speak to you. And they also have an interesting story. Do you know what was their first business? So both uh, Vivek and Kirit, they were students of uh, um, NIT Nagpur, which was earlier called REC. And at that time, a lot of new engineering colleges had come up in Nagpur area. And they didn't have good teachers. So all of the students would ask for the notes of REC students. So in logo ne usi ka ek business shuru kar diya tha. They used to provide those kind of uh, books or notes or guides or whatever, sets. Yeah, and they made lot of, quite a lot of money doing this and so much that they used to invest in stock market at that time as students. Of course, they didn't take this business forward after graduating because they realized ki, I mean, after a point they didn't see a scope in it and they shifted to doing something different which was furniture. But I think that experience really gave them the confidence to become an entrepreneur. Because as a student, if you have earned money, you have, you know, sold, you have made profit, why work for somebody else? So again, the same idea that, you know, start young and uh, get a taste of it and then you can do a lot. Okay. So the sum total summary of all my books, I would say, is, is just this one line that there's no, nothing like an extraordinary person. All those qualities are in all of us. So we might think I'm ordinary, but I'm 
each of us is capable of extraordinary things. And all the people in my books were ordinary people who did something out of the ordinary. Now, what happened? Some companies started calling me to give talks and lectures to their uh, employees. Then they said, don't tell them entrepreneurship too much because we don't want them to leave and go away. <laughs> OK. <laughs> so then I said, OK. But uh, you know, the idea is that, OK, you don't have to leave. But what about a job? What is a job? Is a job just a place where you come and warm the seat, take the salary, and go home? I mean, over the years, somehow, this is a concept that job means that it's a fixed table, a fixed calm, and a fixed salary. So everything is very secure and known to me. So this is NTPC. NTPC actually is one of the major, what should I say, uh, one of the companies which keeps inviting me because they wanted their employees to think like entrepreneurs. So then I wrote this book called Shine Bright, in which I have actually only featured the stories of intrapreneurs, that is, people who are working in a job, but they are still uh, acting like an entrepreneur. Their thought process and their way of uh, doing things is more like a problem solver. It's not that, okay, this problem is, I'll pass it up to my boss, or I'll, I'll pass it down to my juniors, or I'll pass it somewhere else. I'll, if the problem is in front of you, you have to try and solve the problem, right? So that is the basic difference between a very routine way of looking at your job and looking at it as an entrepreneur. So I'll just share some of the stories from this book. Um, how many of you drive a Mahindra car, a Scorpio, or a Bolero, or a, uh, I don't know what, there are many other Mahindra cars. Some of you do have Mahindra car. So, Today, like, you will see a lot of these Mahindra cars on the road, but 25 years ago, Mahindra was just a company making some Jeeps, and it was only little popular in rural areas. Nobody in cities was aware of Mahindra name. It was nowhere in the car, passenger car market at all, okay? So this was a person who was known as the father of Scorpio. And he's the first chapter of my book, Shine Bright. Anybody knows his name? Yeah, this is Pawan Goenka. This is actually a picture of him while he was working in US. Pawan Goenka was a graduate of IIT Kanpur. He went to Cornell University. And then he worked with General Motors in their research and development division. And he was basically a scientist, OK? But at some point, he had this desire to come back to India. So he came and he gave a few job interviews. And he happened to meet Anand Mahindra. And in fact, the day he arrived in Bombay, it was 6 December 1992. And uh, there were these riots due to Babri Masjid demolition. So Sarakuch Bantha, but somehow he reached their office. And the only person in the office was Anand Mahindra. So they had a long chat. And Anand Mahindra said, uh, see, I have this vision that I want to set up a world-class automotive passenger car kind of a plant. So I would like you to join that team and lead that team. Now, this is all khayali pula. And uh, at that time, many of the global companies were entering India, like Ford and you know all the other car manufacturers. So Anand Mahindra realized that if either I have to become like a supplier to them, or if I want to compete with them, then I have to produce my own vehicle with my own brand name. And to do that, I need the right person to do it. 
So he put his faith on on this person called Pavan Goenka. And I just want to read you a small portion of what happened when when Pavan Goenka first came to. Okay, so he moves back. The, after six months, he puts his resignation, he moves back to India and he goes straight from Mumbai airport, he comes to Nasik because that's where the factory is. And basically he says, I experienced, a, I mean, he thought his family will experience a culture shock as children who are moving, but actually it was he who experienced a culture shock because before accepting the offer, he had not visited Nasik, he had not asked about his exact role or career progress. And when he entered the R&D center for the first time, he looked at the place and said, oh my gosh, is this it? Because it was just very primitive, the infrastructure, the workshop, the campus. Imagine coming from General Motors and here, it was a small two-story building with 50 people working in one shift. And they, you know, it was basically nothing. And at this point, anybody else would have probably thought, Ki, let me pack up and go back because General Motors had told him that if you have to go to you please come back. We are still keeping your position open. But then he said, No, I'll take it up as a challenge. So, I mean, about three, four years later, they gave a proposal to start, you know, this, uh, to build the Scorpio car. And they were sanctioned 600 crore rupees by the Mahindra board. Okay which was much less than what they wanted and very much lesser than what any global company would ask for. But at that time, it was a huge sum for Mahindra because in, in the year 1998, the annual turnover of Mahindra was 4,000 crore and profit after tax was 400 crore. So they are allotting 600 crore for this car project. So they have put faith in this young team led by, by Pavan Goenka to bring out a car from scratch which actually went on to become the Scorpio. And that's the story given in this book about how they did it and uh, you know how they did actually only spend 550 crores. In the end, they didn't even spend 600. And it's because when you have to do a project like this, you can't copy what Ford is doing, what somebody else is doing. You have to come up with your own method. Just like if you were this person like me who didn't have money and I had to come up with something different. So the same way when Scorpio was put together, it was done in a different way. For example, um, they did not have um, expertise to do various things, like whether it was making seats, whether it was you know, steering wheel, whether it was dashboard. They did not have that expertise. So they worked very closely with the suppliers. And they made them their partners. And also they worked with these smaller companies. Instead of going for the most famous one in the field, they worked with the Korean companies, the Taiwanese companies, who were more hungry for their work. And, were willing to go further and you know do it at a lower cost but higher quality. So there are many, many, many things that they did to make this possible. So although they may have been working in a job, when actually it came to executing that project, they had to think exactly like an entrepreneur with limited resources but with a very big mission and a very big dream. I think all of you have seen Mission Mangal, right? It's the same story. In fact, my father is a scientist and um, he has also worked on a project like this. It's called as AstroSat. This was India's first astronomy satellite. So again, in, in a small amount of money that they had, which was something like 400 crores, they managed to do something which, you know, NASA would have taken like 100 times the amount of money. So having a lesser resource is a constraint, but then if you think out of the box and you're very committed and you're, you know, 
you're determined to make it work, you find out the solutions which allow it to happen. Yeah, so of course, uh, everything was a trial and error. I said it was not known whether something would work or not work. Few things worked, few things didn't work. And that's how it happened. So this company called Apple always says think different. But you know, that's not a patented line only for them. It's something which applies to every one of us. Now this is another person in my book who thought differently and he's not holding Apple phone in his hand. Does anyone know which phone this is? Okay, it's a Xiaomi phone. Now today, I think many of you may be having Xiaomi phones, right? It's actually the number one selling smartphone in India, but just five years ago, it was an unknown brand. It was, it was not at all known in India. It was launched way after so many other brands. There were like 20, 30 other brands in the market, and then Xiaomi came. And Manu Jain, who was you know, the uh, person who joined to launch this company in India, was actually an entrepreneur himself. Prior to this, he was a co-founder of Jabong. And then he left that, and he went back to become an employee to an entrepreneur. So this is a Chinese company which is quite innovative and he decided that he would like to work with them. So, so now in China, you know, what they had done was they used to only sell this phone online. But in, in, in India, when he went and asked people, they all said, Ye to nahi kar sakte. it is not possible, it will not work at all. But still he went ahead. And I think it was 22nd of July 2014 when the first sale of Xiaomi phones happened online on Flipkart. And at that time, nobody knew, ki, you know, will it work, will it not work? Still, they went ahead. I think they had about 5,000 phones. And what do you think happened? These phones, they sold out within like five seconds, they sold out. So then they had a second sale, third sale, fourth sale. They set up factories in India. So initial first two, three years, they only sold online, which was contrary to what everybody told them. Everyone said, Ki nahi, you have to set up at least 100 showrooms, you have to have TV ads, you have to have print ads. SNE chal sakta hai phone. But I think today the buying, uh, or the people who buy, they're very smart. They look at the specifications, they look at the quality, and, and if it's suitable, they are willing to buy. So this is again a story of how you have to believe in your way of doing things, which may be different from what others are doing. If you copy what the other company is doing, it is not going to work for your product. So it was actually much harder for me to do, to do this book than most of my other books. This book took me four years. And the reason was that most of these people wouldn't give me an interview. See, the entrepreneurs are very eager to tell their stories. They own their own story. They don't have to take somebody's permission. Either kya you approach somebody, and then they say, okay, we'll get back to you. I'll ask my PR department. I'll ask my, you know, this one, that one. So out of maybe every five people I approached, one had agreed. Uh, so what happened at one stage, I only had three people's interviews. And I got so frustrated, I put the book in a, you know, in a folder. I said, I'll see what to do with it. Then after three years, I felt that, no, this topic is still worth writing about, so I'll try again. So I, again, you know, made efforts. And at that time, when I reached out to Mr. Goenka again, and I said, I want to interview you because, you know, I interviewed you three years ago, so I need to update the story. He was a little skeptical, ki aapki kitab niklegi pi ki nahi. I said, nahi, abhi niklegi. So, one of the people who was kind enough to give me the interview was Mr. Nitin Paranspe of uh, Hindustan Lever. And 
again when he became the ceo of the company in 2008 he was the youngest person to ever become the ceo at the age of 42 so it was a great wonderful feeling but within 3 to 4 months 6 months uh, there there was a global recession so it was a very bad time to be the ceo because all the sales everything was falling the you know it became a crisis situation where you could uh, you, you you didn't know what to do however what he did was he took this crisis and he turned it into an opportunity so he said that look what he did was something which was a little bit very bold and unthinkable at that time hindustan lever's main strength even today what is the main strength of a company like hindustan lever yeah the distribution network is the main uh, i think asset they have apart from the brands they have brands you can still create maybe i mean i'm not saying it's easy to do but supply chain or distribution is 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 crucial and is built over many 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 years so at that time in 2008 they had 1.1 million retail distribution outlets so he said look uh, i think this is a time now to really think big let's think something totally out of the box in next one year we're going to add 500000 more outlets okay so so his logic was that see if i tell people 10000 20000 50000 they'll bargain with me and bring it down a bit the moment i tell them something which is such a big figure they will have to think of new ways of doing things they cannot just go by the old methods so everyone was galvanized initially of course they were shocked they were skeptical kaise hoga but then they realized this is a great opportunity and in the first year they actually added 500000 new outlets the second year again he said okay i want to add another 500000 and the second year also they achieved it and then by the time the recession got over and economy was picking up all these new outlets that they had added it suddenly gave a huge boost to their bottom line and top line so his whole philosophy of of management is that people are held back by fear ki look if i do something and i fail then my boss will get angry at me i'll lose my promotion mostly the atmosphere in the company is that agar main kuch karu aur kuch gadbad ho gayi to kya hoga so better not to do anything and by not doing anything you just remain stagnant you don't have any new ideas you don't have any new energy so he said look uh, we will try many things some will succeed some will not succeed so i asked him what did you do like how did you think different so he said for example for me to go into smaller and smaller towns there is a cost i have to send my truck it costs money right so what they did was they partnered with other brands like there was this company called tata indicom coming out with its uh, phone cards so they and they wanted a distribution too so they distributed tata indicom cards for a fee and that money they also used to expand their own distribution network so things like that which an entrepreneur would do because i mean when i am running my business for me each and every you know paisa counts so i i don't waste money and i always try to get more value out of my money so jo jisko kehte na banya thinking that is normally not there in a multinational where you are just flush with resources so that was what he did and then he sums it up by saying that the difference between an entrepreneur and a manager is is this formula which was actually given to him by ck prahlad who is a famous management uh, professor from harvard business school who wrote the book fortune at the bottom of the pyramid so what do you think is a and what is r in this uh, equation 
What? Affordability? No. A, what, what can A be? Uh, yeah, attitude, but something else. What kind of attitude? So A stands for ambition. If my ambition is greater than my resources, then I'm an entrepreneur. If it's equal to or less, then I'm a manager. Manager will say, Mirko na, ek lakh rupya hai, usme kitna hoarding, kitna ad vagara, utna hi mein karun. So he is always bound by the amount of money or amount of, you know, salespeople or whatever it is, he, resources are there. Wo apne daire mein hi rehte Ki jitna milega, utna mein mein karunga. But the entrepreneur is never satisfied, he or she. They'll say, ki nahi baba, jit, mere ko result chahiye. Resource kitna bhi ho, but I want 10 times the result. So that ambition level is what, you know, was injected into Hindustan level at that time under Nitin Paranjpe's leadership. So I want to show you one small film now. Can you just play the film? And then we'll wrap up and we can have some questions. Okai is a women empowerment initiative and we believe in empowerment through livelihood. And that's why we make products and we sell them online. Okai pehle start hua 1996 उन्होंने डाली कि ये चीज को हम मार्केट में लाने के लिए क्या करना चाहिए तो वो बेड कवर बनाए वॉल हैंगिंग डोर हैंगिंग वही स्टार्ट किया कुशन कवर वंस द डिजाइन इज मेड वी देन अप्रूव इट फॉर मैन्युफैक्चरिंग वी विल मेक लिटिल किट्स आउट ऑफ इट एंड दे विल गो थ्रू द विलेजेस इट्स कॉल्ड द मिल्क रूट एसएसजी ग्रुप के जो लीडर्स हैं उनसे हम टाइप करते हैं उनको हम बोलते हैं कि आपके ग्रुप में 20 लेडीज हैं तो ये हमारा काम है ये थ्रेड है ये सैंपल से और इस तरह का ये काम करना अगले मिल ग्रुप में जाओ लीडर पास से पहले पीस दी आग ला दी था नहीं लई लो चेक कर लो बस बीजा पीस आप जितना एक बे ने कितना काम करो ये पैसा में बिल बुक में लिखो देयर आर टू टाइप्स ऑफ एंगेजमेंट्स हियर देयर आर विमेन हु वर्क फ्रॉम होम एंड दे प्राइमरीली वर्क ओके यू कैन सी द फिल्म ऑन YouTube uh, has anyone bought uh, from this brand? It's called Okai. Okay, this is actually an initiative of Tata Chemicals. Uh, it's part of the CSR activity. As she mentioned, it started in 1996. So Tata Chemicals is located in a place called Okha Mandal, which is very close to Dwarka in Gujarat. So it's a very backward area. And just for the benefit of the tribal women of that area, they started this program where they, you know, like train them to do stitching, embroidery, and they are traditionally very good at that. So, there was a program for 20 years. Then this girl called Kirti Punya, who was actually working in, she's an engineer and she was part of TCS, but she was asked to come and do a project with this uh, organization, Okai, for some time. And she has totally turned it around. Rather than seeing it as a CSR activity, just me, I'm putting money and some charity. She has made it like into a profitable business. Okay, because her mindset was totally different. She thought of it like an entrepreneur. 
so what she has done is now for example they were not having any sales channel so she created a website for them she created a facebook page she created a twitter modeling bhi usi ne kiya shooting bhi usi ne kiya she is only featured in most of the clothes she has worn herself and modeled it because she wanted people like herself to be able to buy these clothes she said where where will i buy it if i have to buy this uh, product main kahan jaungi main ahmedabad mein ek shop mein thodi jaungi khareedne ke liye so she created a whole business strategy for this csr project today i think they have revenues of about 5 crores and they are able to work with more and more women see if you are doing csr aap apna limited karoge na 70 60 70 lakh 1 crore jo bhi aap theek hai aap usko kuye mein dal diya but the moment it's a sustainable activity then you can expand it and grow it and now they are working with more women in different states also so she's a young girl of around 30 31 and she's you know just with her thinking and her um, same problem no resources were there when she wanted to do all this no one gave her extra money even though it's part of a big company they didn't say ha okay here take 50 lakhs do what you want hire a agency do this do that no on her own initiative she did it and she set the ball rolling so you can go to the website and see they are very nice beautiful clothes she also worked on the designs and uh, you know she gave a lot of confidence to those ladies they only travel everywhere now and they set up the exhibitions so again like it's not about being the head of the company you can be at a very junior level also but if you think out of the box you take initiative if you are lucky your boss will allow you and appreciate in a company like tata's yes i don't know whether everywhere i would agree that sometimes uh, you take initiative or wo uska uh, appreciation nahi hota hai but why not try you know trying mein koi harz nahi hai i think if anybody sees that yes you are making money or saving money for the company why will they not support your activity so the last thing i want to talk about is the fact that uh, in this book finally i took the definition of entrepreneur beyond the companies you know i said well it's not just in uh, corporate sector that this applies ha next Okay, so how many of you can recognize the person in this photograph? Yeah, Vajpayee is there. But what about the person who is speaking to him? <laughs> yeah, that is Amitabh Kant. Next, Kadija. So the story is that um, yes, Amitabh Kant was. So today, you know, we know uh, Amitabh Kant for many things. But the thing is that. whatever innovation or different uh, kind of thinking he has it did not start when he became ceo of niti ayog or reached a top position from the very first posting he had as an is officer in kerala it was his uh, you know like um, mission to do things in a different way to to be a problem solver first of all actually let me be clear he didn't want to go to kerala it was almost like a punishment posting for him he said because he had been born and brought up in delhi and he thought north india mein kahi mil jayega then he was posted to kerala it takes 48 hours to go by train there many a time it happens to young people you know they don't get the company they want they get something else this that so they are disappointed but within a few months of living in kerala he really started appreciating the place the culture and uh, i think one of the best things uh, about ias system is that everybody has to learn the local language so one has to learn malayalam if you are in a kerala cadre you have to be fluent in malayalam so this helped him in many ways uh, when he was the chairman of uh, i think around 5 to 6 years after his um, maybe in the early part of his career 
he was put in charge of the fisheries um, project. And uh, there the main thing he realized was that fishermen have very low level of income and this has to be increased. So, you know, he worked out many things uh, in terms of getting them fiberglass boats so they can go further into the ocean and get more fish. Then he started beachside auction because, you know, there were many middlemen who were eating up most of the income of the fishermen. So he started beachside auctions and he started many other things. But one thing I just want to read to you because I'm sure most of you don't know. So uh, in uh, late 80s, uh, you know, there are a lot of people from uh, Kerala who go to Gulf for working. And uh, they all had to come to Bombay and then fly to Dubai or Doha or whatever because there were no flights from uh, Calicut. So a lot of people from the North Kerala, they had to, you know, take a very long route to fly to Gulf. So they wanted an airport in their city. But the Minister for Civil Aviation, Gulam Nabi Azad, uh, he told the Chief Minister that, uh, sorry, we don't have money, so we can't make an airport. So at this time, when Amitabh Kant was the, um, you know, he was the district collector of that particular um, area, he said, why don't we raise our own resources? Okay, it had never been done before, but uh, why not try? So what they did was Malayali community working in the Gulf was galvanized. They agreed to contribute some money. And to channelize these funds, an SPV, Special Purpose Vehicle, called the Malabar International Airport Development Society was formed. And Amitabh Kant was the first CEO of the society. I mean, subsequently, whoever is a district collector is a CEO. And they also proposed one more means of funding the airport, which was Calicut Airport became the first in the country to impose a user development fee of rupees 500 from each passenger. If you see your ticket today, every airport is, many airports are charging UDF, user development fee. And this money was used to repay the 120 crore rupee loan from Hudco, which funded the expansion of the runway to 9,000 feet. So this happened like almost 30 years ago. So in that sense, you know, nobody then used to think of these things. Uh, so even a government officer has to think how to get money and be innovative about it and do things differently. So that's the, I think, um, whole point is that the idea of entrepreneurship applies to every area of life. And the last story in this book is the most inspiring story of a lady called Chitra Gupta who actually turned around a school called Zenith Mahal Kanya Vidyalaya, which was in Old Delhi, which was having 99% Muslim students from very poor families. It was a very uh, demotivated kind of school where hardly 30-40% of the girls used to pass. And anybody who was posted to this school used to think, okay, you know, I'll fill the time and I'll get a transfer. But Chitra Gupta came to the school, she took the challenge of working with these girls, you know, giving them that confidence, giving them motivation, working with the same government school teachers, giving them, uh, you know, that um, feeling that we must work for these girls. And today this school has got 100% pass rate. The girls from this school are going to college in Delhi University. So I think, in fact, that's probably the most inspiring story of how a school teacher who became the principal, principal is like CEO of a school, right? And this happened much before, I mean, nowadays we are hearing of Delhi doing all things in their education system, but at that time there was no such government effort. It was she alone 
who decided that if I have been given this position, using whatever I have, I will make a difference. So I'll just end on this note that each of you is in some job. I'm sure you are in some position of uh, you know, authority in a small way. Um, whether you work for yourself or you work for somebody else, you should have that feeling of ownership. Ki the time you spend in your work, in your office, it should create some impact on other people's lives and for the rest of society. And that is what being an entrepreneur is all about. So I'm not saying everyone should leave their job and start a company, but wherever you are, you can make a change, you, make, you can make a difference, and you can shine bright in your career. So thank you very much. And <laughs> wishing you all the very best in whatever you do. We can take few questions uh, now, but before that I would like to announce that Books of Rashmiji is out there. You can purchase the books and uh, Rashmiji will stay here after the, after the session for some time to uh, sign the books. Uh, the forum is open for questions. Whatever you have said in your uh, Shine Bright book, that the company owner or a big company do not allow the entrepreneurship person, means the person who is having that ability. But this is the case all over in India. In India, you go to any, any factory, any entrepreneur, they don't allow the entrepreneurship spirit. So why, why it is? But that's why they remain small, no? Because agar, if they don't allow people to grow who are working under them, wo wahin ke wahin jate. that's why they don't grow big. <laughs> I mean, well, one can hope that a few people, uh, you know, learn no, from this idea and true. try to give more uh, opportunities to those who work for them because like Anand Mahindra needed Pavan Goinka and Pavan Goinka had to create a team of 100 people to, you know, build Scorpio. So, one man show, to fit chota hi chota ra jata. आपका पॉइंट सही है लेकिन ये थिंकिंग क्यों आया होगा इंडिया में ये मेरा कहना है अब उसका कोई मेरे पास जवाब नहीं है क्यों आया क्योंकि वो इजी है ना अगर आप हर चीज हमें लगता है कि हमें ही सब कुछ आता है वो आदमी का ईगो होता है कि आई एम द बेस्ट फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल वी आर वेरी ब्लेस्ड फॉर हैव टू हैव यू हियर हियर माय क्वेश्चन टू यू इज दैट गिवन द टेक्नोलॉजिकल इंटरवेंशन इन आवर लाइफ how can we inculcate reading habits in uh, in kids or in students okay <laughs> yeah it is an i think an important question you've raised i think it's we have to do it consciously like now i always carry one book with me in mostly in my bag you'll see one book or it may be on kindle but usually it's a book physical book so when I'm traveling, I always prefer to read. Like I don't download videos. I, when I'm traveling, I travel quite a lot by flight and so on. But if those of you who are traveling in a bus to college or something like that, uh, you can read at that time. You can make a time to read. Like maybe before you go to sleep, one psychologist told a very nice thing. He said that your phone should sleep in a different bedroom than you. Usko alag bedroom mein rakho. So you keep a book by your bedside and read few pages before you go to sleep, 10-15 pages. So th that way in one month you can uh, finish one book. Um, 
सी नथिंग शुड बी जबरदस्ती यू शुड डू इट आउट ऑफ लव लाइक अगर मैनी कॉलेजेस टेल स्टूडेंट्स पढ़ो पढ़ो उनको यू नो देल डू इट जबरदस्ती में लेकिन उससे कुछ फायदा होगा कि नहीं आई डोंट नो सो मे बी आई आई डोंट इवन से यू शुड रीड ओनली एजुकेशनल बुक्स यू शुड रीड सम टाइम पास बुक्स ऑल्सो एनी आई मर्डर मिस्ट्री बुक्स ऑल्सो एनी थिंग यू शुड रीड अ वराइटी ऑफ बुक्स बिकॉज यू लर्न फ्रॉम ऑल काइंड ऑफ बुक्स इट्स नॉट नेसेसरी यू रीड ओनली सेल्फ हेल्प बुक्स यू रीड मैनेजमेंट बुक्स यू शुड रीड फिक्शन ऑल्सो सो रीड अ वराइटी ऑफ बुक्स एंड टॉक अबाउट बुक्स एट यू हैव लाइक टू योर फ्रेंड्स ना दिस वन लॉट ऑफ यंग पीपल नो दे पुट यूट्यूब वीडियोज बुक रिव्यूज वो मेरे को भेजते हैं ऐसे वाओ लाइक आई डेंट नो मतलब पूरा बुक के बारे में एक वीडियो बनाते हैं और तीसरी बात यह कि मेरे जैसे लोगों को भी वीडियोस बनाने पड़ेंगे लगता है <laughs> आगे शायद आई लव टू स्टार्ट डूइंग वीडियो स्टोरीज राधर दैन जस्ट रिटर्न मटेरियल नहीं बिकॉज यू गेट टू नो द ह्यूमन कैरेक्टर्स केस किस आई मीन फाइनली फिक्शन इज समवर्ट इट्स इंस्पायर्ड बाय रियलिटी इट्स नॉट लाइक समथिंग यू नो विच इज अबाउट डिफरेंट स्पीशीज अगर आपने मालगुडी डेज पढ़ी हो इफ यू रेड एनी बुक बाय आर के नारायण The people he's written about hundred years ago, they are still the same people in our country. It's universal human, you know, emotions, ways of thinking, ways, relationships. Learn means you don't learn like it's it's not consciously, but वो आपके दिल को जो चीज़ छू जाती है उससे आप ज़रूर कोई ना कोई मतलब फायदे में मतलब हो सकता है एक पात्रक मतलब कई लोगों को मिला के बनाया गया हो बट ऐसे लोग होते हैं रियलिटी में भी तो जब मैं सपोज आई हैव टू इवन डील विद माय एम्प्लॉयज और माय बॉस और माय हस्बैंड और एनी बडी मे बी समथिंग आई हैव रेड इन अ बुक इट 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 समवेयर इट अफेक्ट्स मी इट चेंजेस माय थिंकिंग इट हैज इट हैज टू बी समथिंग अप्रोप्रिएट फॉर दैट बुक लाइक आई हैव अ ड्रीम वॉज अ राइट टाइटल फॉर दैट बुक बिकॉज इट वॉज अबाउट सोशल ऑन्टरप्रिनर्स सो इट सीम टू मी दैट यू नो दैट वॉज द राइट टाइटल I cannot explain why, <laughs> but it has to be a short title which is something uh, catchy, which which can be remembered. So when I wrote a book on Akshay Patra, <coughs> it's actually it's called as God's Own Kitchen. So God's Own Kitchen. There is a famous advertisement campaign called God's Own Country for Kerala. So that book I somehow felt God's Own Kitchen is the right uh, title because. it is associated with the temple also and it's it's <laughs> no it's in fact what i've done is on that cover i mean i don't have it here uh, it's like made with the rice and dal jaise hum school mein nahi banate the wo maps so i wanted that because you know it's about food which is a very basic food given to all the children so Ma'am, ma'am, I have questions. Um, I have yeah. questions, sir. Uh, I want to learn more about the Dharavi. Uh, if we don't know anything, uh, is there any books you have published, or uh, is I there? I talked about boy? one book which I have written, but yeah. there are many others also. I mean, up to movie be ban gaye Gali Boy. That time also, I had met some children who were doing a rock band. Actually, Dharavi me kya? Bhot saar international musicians, artists, and all they come and they do workshops for children. सो अगर स्लम में रहना ही है तो धारा वी इज लाइक 
quite happening. <laughs> but now there are many online courses which you can do. I mean, sometimes it can be of help. Like, uh, like I want to, like somebody asks about fiction, I want to write fiction now. Actually, I want to write a screenplay, I want to create a web series. So, there are some stories in my mind. So, I don't know how to do that. So, maybe I might take a class or I might study what others have done. Uh, this part I didn't have to learn, but maybe for that I may need some help. Yeah. Hello, ma'am. Good evening. एक सवाल था मैंने एक किताब आपकी पढ़ी थी जीरो से हीरो। हाँ। तो किताब बहुत अच्छी थी, इंस्पिरेशनल थी, लेकिन कहीं न कहीं ऐसा लगता है बहुत दिनों से मैं जॉब करता हूँ। तो वो एक फ्रस्टेशन जो जिसको कहते हैं ना कि जो आपने कहा एंटरप्रेन्योरशिप यहाँ अपना करने की एक जिद जो है अंदर वो बहुत घूम रही है लेकिन वो जो करेज है वो करेज कहीं मैं हम लोग अपनी जॉब में बहुत अच्छा है मतलब परफेक्ट है बेस्ट है अप्रिशिएट भी करते हैं लेकिन मैं ये सोचता हूँ कि अगर मैंने अपना खोला तो क्या मैं यानी एक वो जो हिच है वो उसको कैसे बाहर निकाला जाए आपने इतने लोगों से मिले हैं आप दो चार और बुक्स पढ़ लीजिए और रोज यूट्यूब में कुछ अच्छे ऐसे लोगों के वीडियोस देखो जो उन्होंने कुछ कर लिया वो तो बहुत अच्छी-अच्छी चीजें हैं लेकिन फिर भी एक होता है जो हाँ सो आई वुड से कि देखिए ऐसा है कि अभी आई डोंट नो हाउ ओल्ड यू आर यू यू आर यंग ओनली स्टिल अभी नहीं they will try to save up enough so that two years they can work for them. Suppose your children are in school, whatever your normal minimum requirement is, you can make savings. And then you can find a business idea that you can do. Because if you start something new, you can make profit in one, two, three years in that profit. So you should not be constantly under stress of, you know, where will the fees of tuition come from? But on the other hand, I don't know, if you have to fill your EMI, there is a little problem in it. I say to mostly people, if you have to start your own, don't study EMI in the chakra. Because then every month, 60,000, 70,000, the burden is very difficult to complete. So, the other thing is, it could be that Sanjeev Bhikchandani, who started Naukri.com, in his case, his wife was working and she supported him when he was starting his business. So, if it's like that, if one member has a member steady job and the other has a risk, then it can be used with it. So, those are a couple of tips I can give you. But, if you have to do something, then you have to do it. There are a lot of opportunities. And I think the situation is that if your business by chance fails, it's not that you won't get a job again. It's not that you won't get a job again. Today, all the start-ups are very keen to employ people who have failed themselves. Because at least he tried to try. He has learned 100 things in two years, which other employees have never done. You know, right from renting his own office to talking to suppliers, talking to him, the growth of your two years is so much that you can take a very big level of responsibility. Just start writing, write a blog, write a diary, write a journal. I mean, it's all practical, it's not theoretical. So I think, uh, you know, one cannot, I know people nowadays write books at a young age, but I don't know if I could have written these books when I was really much younger, because I mean, I was maturity. I was maturity. I had a bit of arrogance. I am from I am, I am this, I am that. 
only after <laughs> certain journey of life i was at a stage where i wanted to learn from others so i don't know how it is with you i mean if you are mature enough you can write a book right away log to aajkal school college mein bhi kuch likhte hain mostly the best uh, books first book is always based on your own experience or your own uh, you know some story or some topic which you feel strongly about like you can write a love story maybe if you had a love story or you know your friend has had a love story i'm the same Uh, that it should be something जिसके बारे में आपको पता हो आप फील करते हो उसमें आपकी मतलब इंटरेस्ट हो देन इट विल कम आउट नाइसली हाँ इनका हिंदी अनुवाद भी है मराठी भी है हाँ लेकिन शायद आज आई हैं कि नहीं किताबें पता नहीं आज बड़ी मुश्किल से यही पहुँची क्योंकि चार पाँच दिन से कुछ ट्रांसपोर्ट का स्ट्राइक चल रहा था आई बिलीव ड्यू टू सम प्रॉब्लम सो ओनली आई वर आप अमेजोन में या फ्लिपकार्ट में जाएंगे तो वो मिलेंगी शाइन ब्राइट अभी निकलेगा शायद अभी निकला नहीं नहीं अभी नहीं है नहीं आई लाइक माई सेकेंड बुक द बेस्ट कनेक्ट द डॉट्स क्योंकि उस समय ना मुझे कोई आइडिया नहीं था कि सेकेंड बुक कोई पढ़ेगा भी कि नहीं ओके एंड सेकेंडली आई फील कि उसमें ना मैंने अगर कुछ बच्चों को एम बी ए में जाने से रोक लिया हो अगर आई टेल पीपल कि पंद्रह बीस पच्चीस लाख आप एम बी ए में डालते हो जस्ट टू इफ यू वॉन्ट डू बिजनेस यू डोंट नीड एन एम बी ए उसमें से इंस्टेड आप पाँच लाख अपने बिजनेस में डाल दो सो आई थिंक मेरी बुक पढ़ के कुछ चंद लोगों ने शायद एम बी ए का वो सपना छोड़ दिया हो तो आई फील इट इज समीब्यूशन टू द सोसाइटी तो माई वन बुक इज इज नॉट फीचर्ड यूर बिकॉज वो एक उसमें जगह नहीं थी मैंने फिर अराइज अवेक आई रोट वन बुक कॉल अराइज अवेक दैट इज आई मीन द टाइटल वॉज इंस्पायर्ड बाई स्वामी विवेकानंद कोटेशन डेफिनेटली आई मेट क्वाइट अ फ्यू पीपल इंस्पायर्ड बाई मी इवन आई एम इंस्पायर्ड बाई हिम Uh, I want to write a biography of Swami Vivekananda one day because I think most people don't know much about him. थोड़ा सा स्कूल में पढ़ा है कि वो गए थे शिकागो एक स्पीच दिया था and that's what people know. But it's a very deep subject and I myself am not uh, yet uh, I think that mature enough to write about it. I'll have to spend two three years maybe studying all his works and. writing a modern biography like there is a book called leonardo which was written by walter isaacson which is like i mean many people have written about leonardo da vinci but he has given a different perspective unki sab cheeze padhke uh, in the modern context what is the relevance uh, i had attended one um, seminar where they talked about swami vivekananda and how he also encouraged entrepreneurship i mean and self reliance it was not uh, Uh, you know purely spiritual his teachings he had also a very practical side so can i suggest some books um well he, during his lifetime many books were written about him by him also but uh, uh, some of them the language is a little bit old fashioned i will uh, off hand i cannot think of any book but wo aajkal ke bacche padhne mein thoda matlab mushkil paate hain matlab in the sense that it's not written in a very uh, engaging yeah it's a little long matlab jaise pace is a bit slow of the book or it's using different kind of english language jo aajkal hum nahi use karte but i mean the thoughts and the ideas are of course very relevant ki you can go to ramkrishna math and get mission and get uh, the very uh, economically priced books and on many different topics i guess we uh, will stop here for today
Okay. So I have shared my contact details if any of you want to be in touch with me. And uh, it was wonderful to be here. Wish you all the best. Stay hungry, stay foolish and dream big. Make your dreams come true. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much, Rashmiji. 20 years of existence. Two universities. 23 educational institutes. Offering 137 courses. Rysoni Group of Institutions. A vision beyond.